Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my What's shit going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, and this is Coffee with Mark. Sorry for those of you that that look forward to a new episode every single day. Uh, first of all, I love you, and I am so extremely grateful for you. Um, you know, I really am. A couple of you have reached out to me on social media, you know, asking, hey, when's the next episode coming? When's the next episode coming? And, um, you know, I appreciate the enthusiasm and the interest. I really, really do. Uh, the truth is, um, you know, I've just I've just been thinking, you know, I go, I go through phases in life just like everybody else and you know I really do I think I've touched on it um, maybe a few weeks ago now in, in an episode but you know I'm, I'm just in one of those phases where my natural um, my just natural tendency is to withdraw you know from everybody withdraw from friends family close relationships you know withdraw from social media like I it, it, it's taking every ounce of intentional effort um, that I really can muster every single day to keep showing up um, the way that I do, you know, the way that, that the way that is typical of me, because, um, you know, I really, I, I mean, even today, guys, like today was, was just such a rough day for me. It really was. It was such a rough day. And I'm, you know, I'm showing up in this moment because I think there's a lot of uh, value that, you know, value and just kind of having this conversation, you know, but do you ever like go through a day? Um, and for some of you, this is weeks and weeks and weeks or months or maybe even years at a time you live your life in this state. Maybe you've been in this state for so long that it's actually your new normal and you don't even realize it anymore. But do you ever, do you ever go through a day and, and just feel like you're literally on the brink of tears every single moment. I mean, I mean, for the entire day, you're just on the brink, like nothing, nothing in particular has happened. You know, nothing was said. Um, but you just feel like you're one word, one interaction, you know, one, one uh, accident or unfortunate one thing, you're just one moment away from just breaking down, you know, from just like, I'm talking ugly cry, you know, full on tears, um, because that's how that's how I felt today. You know, all day long. Um, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, I don't, I don't talk about it a lot. Maybe I should talk about it more because, you know, mental health is just such a a hot topic these days. And and to be honest, it's man, I can't stand I can't stand, you know, the people that just they, you know they almost. You know, they've embraced this mental health struggle as a part of their identity, you know, and that, and I think that that's what deters me from talking about it, you know, at all, honestly, is because I, I really don't want to be lumped in with those people. But um, but, you know, I've 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 struggled with um, what I consider just normal. Uh, maybe it's just normal to me because I've had it for so long, but like just normal mental health uh, fluctuations. I, f I struggle with it a lot, like a lot, you know, I have, um, days and weeks at a time. Um, and sometimes longer than that, but rarely these days, but where I'm just, you know, like I, I have this like overwhelming, you know, depression to the point where it's, li where it's literally difficult for me to, to even get out of bed in the morning, 
you know, where I want to sleep 10, 12, 14 hours a day and, you know, just pull the blackout curtains in my room and just sit in there in silence. Like I just like I, 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 I have those, um, you know, I've I've lived through a whole period of my life where I where I literally wanted to die, you know, or I mean, life and death were no, you know, I was indifferent at that point in my life, you know, I've, um, you know, with stress and anxiety, those things are, um, are just an, an everyday thing, um, you know, for me. And, and, and these are things that I've, I really have for the most part, uh, learned to deal with and manage, um, you know, those things, uh, when they come up in, in really healthy ways. I, I really have. And it's one of the reasons why I feel comfortable talking about, mental health and, you know, how it can affect your life and then also how to, you know, how to climb out of, you know, some of those, um, some of those, uh, I don't know, just dark places. Um, but anyway, I mean, even though I have for the most part overcome a lot of those things, um, and I've gotten to a place where I, where I'm generally, you know, happy and upbeat and positive and optimistic and, you know, just all the good things where I'm generally, generally mentally healthy. Um, you know, I still do. I have I have phases that I go through, and every once in a while, I just get sucked in, and and I feel like you know I'm 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 there. You know, that's part of the reason why you know I've been really fighting the urge to just withdraw, and you know, today specifically for no particular reason, just the entire day, I just I literally have just I I could feel it. You know, I can feel it. My eyes are dry. <laughs> you know, it's almost like, man, I just want a good. I just want to. I just want to crawl into a hole and cry. You know, and and, and literally cry. That's how I, I felt. Like I've been on the brink, and um, you know, it sucks. It sucks. And, and when I was on my my drive home from work today, I I was kind of reflecting on it. You know, and that's really where I identified like the feeling. Like what what how, how could I describe this feeling? And that's how it feels. You know, but. What I think is is at the root of that a lot of times when people, you know, get to that point where they're just stressed to the point of of breaking down. Um, you know, a lot of times it's 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 something emotionally, at least for me, you know, in the past and, and even presently, it's something, you know, that that you're keeping that you're holding close to the chest, you know, something that um, you just that you just want to talk about, you know, you just want to put it out there. You just want to get it off your chest. You want to open up and, and for some reason you're not, or you can, and, and, you know, it's, um, it sucks. You know, it really does suck a lot of times. Um, you know, the, the best thing I can, I was trying to think of an example that would really demonstrate, you know, kind of what I'm talking about. I know, I know for me personally, you know, I've just been having some internal struggles in my personal life, you know, lately that, you know, quite frankly, I mean, I am going to address it. I can't address it. Um, for me, it's just not time to address it. And it's something that's that's not my tendency. You know, normally when something's bothering me, I just address it head on immediately. Um, you know, come what may. But I'm just trying to be, um, you know, I'm just trying to move correctly. That's all. And and so, you know, I am kind of, you know, being eaten up inside right now. And, and I think that that's what's at the root of me feeling the way I've been feeling. But uh you know, for you guys, and, and, you know, I think that there's a, there's a, a scenario that most of us have been in that, you know, maybe might demonstrate it, but like, think about like, if you're in a relationship, right? Um, think about if you're in a relationship that, you know, you, you know, doesn't feel right. It's not right for you. Um, maybe it's even unhealthy or whatever. It's obvious that this isn't right. Um, 
you know, when you're, when you're just kind of tolerating it, you know, when you, but you're, you're scared to like really have the conversation. You don't want to, you don't want it to be ugly. You kind of want to avoid the, the discomfort, the potential confrontation or anything like that. Right. And so you're just, you're just tolerating it. You're just tolerating it, tolerating it, tolerating it, you know? Um, and I think that that's, that's, that's an example of what I mean of something that could just be eating away at you, you know, to the point where you're just, you, you just don't feel like yourself. You're not able to enjoy your day-to-day activities anymore. You know, it's just constantly at the forefront of your mind. It comes up, it comes up, it comes up. It's distracting. It's stressful um, to the point where you're just, where you, where you literally just break, you know, and um, the flip side of that and the way that, that, you know, is a lot healthier to approach it is more so just having the conversation, right? Ripping the Band-Aid off. And, and for any of you that have ever been in that scenario or in a scenario like that, um, and then eventually you did break off the relationship, you did end things, you had the conversation, don't you just feel like a weight has been lifted off of your chest? Like you just feel a million times better. You, In retrospect, you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad that that, that, that ended. You know, I'm so glad that I had that conversation. Well, I think that, you know, at any at any time, you know, almost any time when you, you know, are in one of these phases and you're self-aware enough to be able to identify that, like, man, you know, um, you know, I just don't feel like myself, you know, or, you're, or you have something that's just eating away at you. It's weighing on your heart heavy, um, but you're avoiding the conversation. You're avoiding the, the, the action that you might need to take in order to rectify the situation, in order to feel better, in order to write your course, um, just, just think about that, right? Think about that scenario, that, that hypothetical scenario. And, and I know, I know most of you sitting there, you know, agree with me, right? Once you finally rip the bandaid off, you feel a million times better. But like my experience has taught me that, um, you know, the same is true in any scenario that makes you feel that way. You know, the same is true. Like even me, you know, I'm sitting here like, Hey, yeah, I've had some, you know, been going through some internal struggles in my personal life. And, you know, I am going to address it. It's just not time yet. Um, but when I do, when I do, I know I'm going to feel so much better, right? Because that's just a natural way that it happens. And, um, you know, and so, so I, I don't know. I, I, I did think for multiple reasons that it was, that it, it would be helpful and, and valuable to share that. One, because I think a lot of times people who follow me on Instagram or they interact with me in person on a regular basis or, you know, even, you know, just listen to the show here. You know, it's very easy, I think, to um, from the outside looking in, just kind of create this uh, create this narrative in your mind. Like I've got something figured out that maybe you don't, or I don't struggle like everybody else struggles, or you know, wh- whatever the case may be. And it's important, I think, for people, um, for everybody, but but specifically people like me that people listen to and and watch and follow. Um, to show you guys that like, Hey, I'm just like everybody else. And, you know, I do, I do have, um, some experience, you know, really just managing and working through these things. But the truth is, you know, my mental and and emotional health ebbs and flows just like everybody else. And I am, I'm, I'm actually in a Valley right now, you know, but, um, but showing up here and elsewhere and sharing my life and, and sharing, you know, positive thoughts and messages and, you know, hopefully motivating, inspiring, teaching and helping other people is one of the ways that I actually climb out of my valleys when I'm in them. You know, it's through um, pouring into other people that I, that my cup actually fills. You know, it's a 
it's so crazy. It's the irony in that. Um, it really, it really, really is. Um, but anyway, I'm okay. So there was actually a few things that um, happened, you know, a few stories that I wanted to, to share with you, things that happened to me today, um, or, or didn't happen to me, but um, events, things that I, that, I, that I heard about today. Um, you know, I'm really, really lucky to have the opportunity to, you know, really interact with a large number of super cool and inspiring and, and, and ambitious and, and, and quite frankly, successful people on a day to day basis. That's what I do for what I do for a living is I sort of um, is I help people who help people. <laughs> and uh, and so I have a lot. I have a lot of I have a I have a lot of them, you know, that I get to see and interact with every day. And um, and so I get to hear these really, really cool stories um, from either the people that they specifically help or just from people in and around their ecosystems. And, you know, one of these is actually, uh, my good friend, Lexi, um, yesterday was her, was her father's birthday. And so for her father's birthday, what, I mean, you know, her and her husband drove out, see their family, you know, take their father, take her father to, to dinner. And, something that I, I, I didn't, I found out that I didn't know about her father is that her father was colorblind for his whole life. And, um, and, and, and it's kind of like, you know, when, when you think about sort of handicaps, if you will, that, that you could potentially be born with, I think being colorblind is like, it, it's, it's nowhere near the top of the list. You know, when you think about like the worst things that could happen. Okay. But it's, it's also, you know, it's also obviously not ideal. I think it's very easy to take your vision for granted, you know, um, even if it's just the colors. Um, and so I found out that, you know, Lexi's father has, has been colorblind his whole life. And so as a gift, apparently um, her mom uh, found these glasses that you can put on if you're colorblind and it'll enable you to see color. And I, first of all, I, I never, you know, I never, I've never in my entire life heard of anything like that. Okay. Um, just to kind of go in, if you're familiar with people, you, you can be colorblind in, in different, to different extents. And so apparently the only shade that he can make out is, is like yellow tones, I think, um, is what she said. And so no other color, every other color appears gray as we see it. And so her mom, um, you know, her mom gave him the glasses and, you know, of course, Lexi was standing by videotaping, you know, this, this happening and him putting the glasses on and he put the glasses on and he was able to see the world in color for the first time in his life. You know, and I, and I, when she told me this story, man, I, I couldn't help but to just sit there and, and say like, wow, you know, like how fucking incredible is that, you know, seriously. And, you know, I, she went on to, to share about how, when, you know, they were driving home from dinner, apparently the sun was setting and I actually saw a picture of the sunset. It was a, it was a beautiful sunset. I mean, like just one of those that you see when you're just, when you're driving, you know, at sunset and, uh, you know, the color or the sky's all blue and yellow and pink and, you know, just, just a sky full of fire. Right. And, um, and of course it was a, it was amazing. And, and so he, uh, he said, man, I just want to like gawk at it, 
you know, and he was driving and her sister said, well, just pull over, pull over. I'll drive so you can, so you can just look around. And, and they pulled over and he got out and he just, and he just stared at the sunset. Think about how that must have felt, you know, one for him looking at and, and really truly seeing a beautiful sunset for the first time. Think about how cool that would have been. And then also think about just how cool it is for her, for her and her family to be able to sit around and see him see the world for the first time. You know, like I just, man, I, I don't know why, man, guys, I'm cheesy. I'm cheesy. Stuff like that gets me every time. Like I don't care about things, but man, like that facilitating an experience like that, like if it were, if I knew that those glasses existed and it were me that would have sent that gift man, that, that is an opportunity of a lifetime. Like I live to be able to create, you know, meaningful, impactful, you know, lifelong memorable moments for people like that. And I think that that's the coolest, that is the coolest birthday present that I've ever fucking heard of. Like seriously, man, I, I have a big smile on my, it is, it's already making me feel better after the day I've had just thinking about it. Like, oh man. And so, um, I don't know if I've shared this here on the podcast, but I'm dude, I'm fucking nuts. You know, there's like a there's like a side to me that's a little weird, but in my house, <laughs> I don't own a TV, but one thing that I do own is I have this massive whiteboard that I keep. Um most of the time it's in my bedroom. Uh sometimes it's literally right in, propped up uh, against the wall in in the middle of my living room. Uh but I have this massive whiteboard that I keep and you know, and I just sort of like scribble on it. You know, I really do. Sometimes I, I, I put like my power list on it. Sometimes I write my goals down. Sometimes I just, it just looks like a piece of scrap paper and I've just scribbled thoughts and ideas all over it, you know, random words and things. And right now, currently, um, just recently, Grace, uh, she just wrote a small note on it. And of course I noticed, I mean, you can't, you can't touch it. You can't even move my markers around without me noticing. This is the only thing that I, <laughs> it's like my thing. Um, and she wrote a note on it that I got home when, that I looked at and I saw when I got home from work today. And what it says is, uh, where did you see God show up in your life today? You know, and it's, it's funny because she has no idea what I was thinking about talking about today on the show. And, you know, she has no idea how my day went. Like, she, you know, she just wrote it there. And, um, it's cool because thinking about that story, you know, thinking about, um, you know, Lexi's dad seeing color for the first time and, 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 ha and, you know, it just so happens that it's, it's one of those nights, you know, summer nights when you have a breathtaking sunset, you know, I think that that's, uh, I don't know, that reminds me, you know, it reminds me of God, you know, and, and even when I was thinking about the question that she wrote there on the board, um, as I was setting up, you know, the setup here to record the show, I was thinking to myself, actually, I was thinking out loud, I, I talk to myself a lot when I'm by myself, but I said, man, God's everywhere. I see God everywhere. You know, I really do. I, <laughs> I see him in the sun, sunlight. I see him in the grass. I see him in the trees. I, you know, I see, I see God in, in people's smiles. You know, it's in everything, in everybody, and, you know, in, in every smile, in every twinkle of the eye, in every tear. You know, God is there, and, and uh, it was cool because in that story, you know, God— God was there as well. And then another thing. So I have one more thing that's just, you know, this, this, the purpose of this podcast, I, I suppose I didn't go into it with a plan. 
Um, you know, but one, you know, I, I do. I don't care. I mean, who knows? I don't know if the first, you know, portion of it is useful, valuable at all. But the truth is, I just want to I just want to keep it real with you guys. And, you know, I'm just going to say what's on my mind. But, you know, I heard another story this morning. Um, my friend Crystal, she's a she's a really, really great trainer. Um, she works with uh, primarily with women, but she really works with all kinds of people. And um, she helps him. She helps him in a multitude of ways, but specifically with weight loss, body composition, adopting and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. And uh, and she's got this woman, right? This woman sent her a check-in this morning. And, um, and with the check-in, this woman is 68 years old. And she told Crystal a story about how she said, man, when I, uh, when I first started this journey with you, you know, I, I put a $20 bill in my purse, you know, with the intention of leaving it there and giving it to the first person that, that mentioned or that noticed um, that I was working on my health and fitness. The first person, the first random stranger that came up to me and asked me, man, are you losing weight because you, because you, you know, you look great. And and she went on to tell Crystal, hey, I'm so excited and proud to tell you that, like, man, I was finally able to give that $20 away. And uh, this woman is 68 years old. She sent Crystal her, you know, her first photo versus her most recent photo, her progress update. And this woman has, like, a little bit of, like, definition coming in in her midsection. She's looking like she's going to get abs at 68 years old. Undoubtedly, she was in tears when she sent this message and I just thought that that concept that idea was so cool like she she literally put $20 bill a $20 bill in her purse and said to herself you know what that's for the purse that's for the first person that notices that I'm losing weight man if that dude if you if you ever work with me in a professional sense you'll you'll hear me talk about this concept of betting on yourself right i like to i like to put my back against the wall i like to bet on myself you know and uh if that ain't an example of betting on yourself i fucking love that i really do and and she was motivated yes surely to to achieve her goals and to start losing weight to look better to feel better but more specifically if that was me all right if that was me I would be motivated as hell to give that $20 away. You know, I want to, I want to earn that compliment. I want, I want, I would be ecstatic to give that $20 away. And imagine the cool interaction that that lady was probably able to create with the random person that, you know, that she never told that she was working on her health and fitness that noticed, you know, for the random person that noticed that said, you know, Hey, let's say her name is Cindy. Hey, Cindy, Man, are, are you are you following a diet or something? Because you look great. You know, and then she whips out $20. You know what? I am. And you know what? I got something for you. And she whips out $20 and tells them that that was her, that was her intent and that they're finally the person that recognized it. Man, think about how good they probably felt. Think about how good she probably felt. You know, those interactions, those interactions, I, I, I really truly believe, like, that's what life is all about. You know, it, it really is. It really, really is. They, I heard a, I heard a story one time about, um, you know, I'm, you guys are going to think I'm fucking nuts. I don't talk a lot about my, about my job. Um, but 
my job is pretty fucking cool. I get, I get a chance to meet some really, really cool people. Um, you know, I, I share, you know, I'm, I'm in the same room with people that are very well known, um, you know, pretty frequently and from time to time. And, um, one time I was listening to Tim Grover, um, talking and he, and he actually told a story about, um, about uh, one of the a basketball player, his name is Pal Gasol, and and uh, you know apparently Tim was with him, and they're they're walking. I, I can't remember where, but they're in public somewhere, and you know Pal, you can't miss him. So you know he's he's getting stopped time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. People are, hey, can I take a picture? Can I take a picture? Can I take a picture? And um, and apparently you know Pal stopped and took a picture with every single one of them. And Tim said something to the effect, at least I'm, uh, I'm 99% sure it was Tim that was telling the story. I, but I'm, you know, he, he said, man, you know, man, you, you know, I can't believe that you, you stop and you take every single one of those pictures. And Pal turned and looked at him and, he, and all he said was, you know, Tim, it takes so little to make someone's day. You know, it takes so little to make someone happy. And, uh, you know, that kind of stuck with me. And it reminds me of this moment that I'm talking about right now between, you know, let's say the hypothetical, the Cindy and whoever it was that noticed that she's losing weight. Think about how many times you go throughout your day. OK. And you notice someone at work, maybe they're wearing a pair of new shoes or, you know, they got their nails done or they got their hair done or maybe they just look nice today. Maybe they're, you know, showing up with good energy. You know, maybe they're good at their job. Um, think about how often you go to the gym and you see the same people. Like say, if you, if you do go to the gym, right, I'm not going to assume everybody does, but if you go to the gym, likely you see familiar faces, faces in there that you have seen over and over and over and over and over again, but you've never actually said anything to them. Think of, think about all the times that your brain tells you, oh man, I like, um, let's say, oh man, those, those leggings are cute. You think that to yourself but you don't actually vocalize it. You don't actually say it, right? And, and you know, among the, the people that I work with, um, because there are a bunch of them, you know, I really talk a lot about something that I call the mission of the week. And the mission of the week is where every single week I challenge them to, uh, to really listen for, listen for that voice. Listen for the voice in your head that is generous with compliments, that notices people, um, and, uh, and instead of just thinking those things, actually listening for it and then acting on it. All right. And, and, and then, and then part of the mission of the week is to go out, you know, create an amazing, you know, uh, memorable moment and in interaction with a random person, somebody that you are not on a, you know, friend to friend basis with not yet anyway, Okay, go out and create a memorable moment and interaction with a person like that and then come back and share it with the team. And, you know, I wanted to share the mission of the week with you guys this week because, you know, the, the interaction that Crystal's client, you know, was a part of, it took somebody having the courage to not just look and notice, oh, man, she's losing weight, she looks great, but also going over and, and letting them know and acknowledging it. And you know what? Just like Powell said, it takes so little to make someone happy. 
And so something that I hold myself accountable to really on a weekly, but also on a daily basis is I, I really do. I, I strive to, 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 to be that person that sees you, you know, that, that sees you, that really sees you, that notices you. If I go to a store and I check out and somebody has a, a name tag, I want to, I want to read the name tag. I want to call you by your first name. You know, I, I want to be the person uh, that doesn't just think nice things about other people, but that tells them those nice things. I want to be the guy at the gym that's welcoming the new people there, that's noticing uh, somebody making progress, whether it's a weight loss progress or they're getting stronger or, or fitter or, or whatever it is. I try to hold myself accountable to that mission of the week because, well, because it fills my cup up, you know, it feels good to make other people feel good. And so, uh, you know, hearing that story uh, about Crystal's client and, uh, and, and one is, is, you know, just the, just the nerve, you know, really the courage, it takes a lot of courage to bet on yourself. And I thought that was so cool that she would put that $20 away and with the commitment to give it to the first person who noticed that she'd been working on losing weight. And, and then also I, I, I just, just imagining that interaction happening in my mind. I just, it really did. It, 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 it made me really, really happy to, to, to hear about. And I was excited both for this woman that I don't even know, um, but also to share it with you guys, because I, I do, I think that those, those interactions, those moments, those are, you know, again, those are, those are what life is all about. And, and sharing the mission of the week with you guys, you know, I, I'm at this, I'm at this place in my life where, you know, I, I really, um, the, the stuff that, that fills my cup the most, you know, really the, the stuff that's what I would say, um, the source of any happiness and fulfillment that I feel on a daily basis. And you, you will likely have, have heard this, you know, in a million different places, because a, a lot of, you know, the very, very successful people out there who, who do, um, you know, who do take the time to, to sort of give back or share their thoughts and ideas and philosophies and approaches will also tell you that like fulfillment, you know, it comes from helping people. One of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes ever, you know, was in the magic of thinking big. And he says, the seed of money is service, you know, it's, it's serving, it's, it's, it's helping, it's contributing. And, um, you know, becoming a person that's just generous with compliments and, you know, that is, um, you know, always proactive about creating positive interactions with other people and trying to be the most memorable interaction of everybody's day, people will notice you and it will serve you well in every single area of your life. I promise you that. But also, it will help you live a happier, uh, more um, fulfilling and, and rich experience of life. You know, it, it really does. I think that part of why um, people can just sort of default to this, I don't know, to this indifferent place mentally um, is because they don't have that that happiness, that sense of fulfillment. I think that part of the reason why people default to chasing material things is is because they think that they're going to get their happiness and fulfillment, uh, their sense, their confidence, and and all of these things um, from some sort of external validation from from acquiring these things that tell me that man, I must be winning. But that's I can tell you for certain that those things are great and they're nice. Um, but those aren't the, the source. Those aren't the source of happiness and fulfillment. You know, it's, it's people, man. 
it's people. People make the party is, is what one of my one of my mentors and my boss says. And he's right. You know, it's 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 people. It's all about people. It always has been, always will be. And and uh, and so if you want a, a practice, right, a habit to to adopt and and to really incorporate it, just to see, man, what is this smart guy talking? You know, is this smart guy full of shit or is he on to something? You know, I challenge you to really just look for, look for an opportunity to, you know, have a really positive interaction with somebody that you've never actually spoken to before, okay? And, and I'll tell you right now, again, the best way to start a conversation with a perfect stranger is to, get, is to give them a compliment. Everybody loves getting a compliment, all right? So hold yourself accountable to doing it, one a day, right? Find somebody, um, you know, to have a positive interaction with and tell me you don't feel better. Tell me you don't, tell me you didn't get more out of that than they did, you know, and, uh, and if not, shoot, don't come back. But if so, then you got to trust me on the next thing that I, that I tell you to do too. <laughs> oh man. All right. So didn't really come into this one with a, with a game plan. I did want to share, um, you know, the story about Lexi's father and, uh, and, uh, and also Crystal's client. You know, I hope that you guys enjoy hearing about things like that just as much as I do. The truth is there's so much there's so there's so much negativity out there. Like, I mean, no matter where you look on social media, if you look at the news, if you it, it, it really doesn't matter. Even if you just search the Internet, you know, you're you're nine times more likely to find something negative out there than you are positive. And you know what? I'm just I'm not I'm I'm. I'm not with it, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not interested at all. Like that's just the truth. It, it, it is. I, I was thinking a lot about where this show could potentially go, and you know what I think would be the goal is doing daily shows, so a new show every single day. You know, frequently, um, sort of, uh, um, frequently having guests on. You know, people that you guys would be interested in hearing from and. And then, you know, from time to time, also just doing my thing as well and just kind of sharing my thoughts and, and the journey. Um, but the first thing that popped into my mind was that, man, most daily shows, um, people really treat them almost like the news, you know, like that's where they get their news from. That's where they that's where they kind of talk about current events and they hear, you know, different sides of certain arguments and, and opinions. Um, but I'll tell you right now, and I can promise you this, OK, this show will never, ever, 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 ever turn into the news. Ever, ever, ever. You're going to have to go somewhere else for that because you know what? I'm just, I'm so tired of talking about it. Like, I, I really am. And not only that, but one of my favorite quotes in the entire world is, you know, your job isn't to save them. It's to be the example and show them how you saved yourself. And I, and I really do, I really do with all of my heart. You know, I believe that... Um, when somebody really does invest in the process of becoming the absolute best version of themselves, right? Seriously, you take the time to ask yourself, what does the best version of me look like? Like I've preached so many times already and, and I'll continue, you know, to do that. Uh, but when you take the time to examine that question, to really thoroughly identify what does the absolute best version of you look like, you identify what are your morals and your values, you know, what principles do you want to stand on, what are most important to you, all right? And then you, again, you show up every single day as if it was your only chance, you know, you choose to start showing up 
as that version of you rather than the version of you that you've been up until this point. You know, any version of you that is any less than your best, you know, refuse to accept that and tolerate that from yourself. When you really do the work to become your best self, I, I, I truly believe that, um, you know, one person at a time, um, that all, all of the, the problems, you know, the drama, the, the arguments, the, man, all the, the, the stuff that, that's really, really toxic about our uh, society and our culture um, right now, that stuff works itself out. It, it, it does, man. It, it really does. And so um, I'd rather focus on the solution rather than, you know, argue about the issues. I think that, um, you know, I think that we're in the right place and, you know, our head is in the right spot and we have a great opportunity, every single one of us, you know, I think not only do we have an opportunity to show up as the person, as the version of us that we always knew we had the potential to become, not only do we have that opportunity today, but we almost, you know, in my opinion, we have an obligation, you know, not only to God and, you know, whatever it is that you believe, but to one another, you know, we really do. We have an obligation to each other and to the people that have come before us and the people that will come after us to really make the most, make the most of the opportunity that, you know, that, that we have, that you were gifted today. And, um, you know, for me personally, a lot of that ties back to my brother. You know, he died when he was 24 years old, and I'm certainly not going to take the chance that I have today for granted knowing that he would, you know, he, he wouldn't take it for granted. You know, if he had another day, I know for a fact that he would make he, he would make the most of it, you know. So it, it feels disrespectful to him to show up today and, and, and take the opportunity that I have for granted, knowing that he'd give anything for one more day. Right. So uh, however you have to frame it in your mind, you know, to create that sense of urgency about becoming the best version of you and making the most making the absolute most of the opportunity that you have to live and enjoy your life, whatever you have to do to create that sense of urgency, do it, do it. Okay. And start, you know, it's not, it's not to say that, you know, people are going to go zero to 100 real quick. Okay. If you're living this, you know, this, this unhealthy, not productive lifestyle right now, you've got jobs, school, kids, whatever, whatever you've got. Okay. Start small, but I promise you like, man, Man, starting small, it's so crazy. I saw a quote online today, and this is the last thing. I guess I'll leave you with this. The quote that I saw today was, little by little becomes a lot, okay? Little by little becomes a lot. I wish more people understood that. I think that what discourages most people from starting is the, the, the enormity of the task that they're committing to, okay? But little by little, one day at a time, just show up one day at a time. All right. And uh, man, little by little becomes a lot. Appreciate you guys. And I hope that uh, I don't know. I hope you enjoyed the show.